Welcome to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wong, and I'm so thrilled that you're here. This is a place where you'll be guided to living your most aligned life so that your truest, most radiant self can emerge. We'll be jamming on topics ranging from spirituality, entrepreneurship, to wellness and lifestyle design, and everything in between that can support you to grow, evolve, and shine, all the while not taking ourselves too seriously. So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome back to this week's episode of the Sacred Emergence Podcast. It's Michelle Wong, and I truly loved this week's interview. Uh, In this week's interview, I interviewed Camerly Gonzalez, and she is all around intuitive and schooling. Even though I don't have kids, I got so much out of this conversation. I found it to be so impactful, so inspiring, and I know that regardless of whether or not you have kids, that you're going to find this interview inspiring as well. So a little bit about Cam. Cam is an intuitive living visionary, a gifted embodiment expert, and intuitive unschooling catalyst. She is the owner of the Cambria Institute, a company that celebrates living and learning that is fully out of the proverbial box. With over 25 years as an expert educator, it is Cam's deepest conviction that while learners can engage with some success in typical schools, they are optimally served by alternate learning pathways, most notably intuitive unschooling. I think you'll enjoy this conversation regardless of your your children's status. And um, yeah, I really enjoy. And without further ado, here is the interview. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm so excited for our guest today. Cam Rowley Gonzalez is joining us from Pacific Northwest, I believe, like in Washington State. California. Oh, definitely are. Pacific. Yes. How did I miss that? Okay, well, anyways, Cam is joining us from California. And I'm so excited. Her and I connected through the online world. Um, and Cam focuses on intuitive unlearning for children and families. And I feel like this is such an amazing topic, regardless of if you have children or not. I don't have kids, but I just feel like this type of um, education is actually where what schools aren't teaching these days. And so this is such a great conversation. So I'm glad you are here. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, Michelle. Yeah, so I just kind of went off on this like little tangent of like why I think intuitive unlearning or unschooling is just like is such a like I feel like I'm seeing more of this like unschooling yeah. unlearning um and like I I just know that from a more traditional model of school it's not necessarily teaching kids to be prepared for the future um and so I know you're passionate about this topic and I'm curious like what, how it started for you. Yeah. Well, you know, it really started for me with my own children. So I have four children. Um, three of them are adults. And then um, my partner and I had a surprise five, five years ago, well, six years ago, and now we have a five-year-old and with our, our kids, traditional schooling wasn't working. And so we had tried, um, private school and public school and Montessori school and all the things. And it just wasn't working, but both my husband and I are, 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 were professional traditional educators. So I've been working in the secondary space for over 20 years. My husband is a college professor. And so 
we were like, oh my gosh, this isn't working for our kids. What do we do? And we had, we even moved cities and places so we could be in different schools and it just was not working and our kids weren't thriving. Um, and it took us a little bit to realize that what actually wasn't working is that they weren't themselves and they weren't able to act from their own authenticity. And at its heart, like we thought it was other things. We thought it was like, maybe not the right match with the teacher or maybe not the right school environment or the right peers. But what it really came down to is that they were not able to be themselves. And that's just what the school or education system does, right? It's very prescriptive by nature. Like, here's what you learn and when, here's how you learn it. Here's the way it's being taught. There's very little um, room for actually learning in the way that is that is natural as humans for us to learn, which is without feeling stress, without feeling worry, without feeling all this, like, I have to learn this in this way by this time. Um, and so what we ended up doing was homeschooling our oldest son super badly. <laughs> like we were educators, <laughs> we know curriculum and we stunk. Like it was a total disaster. And that I'm so thankful for because it really led us into the unschooling world <laughs> and unschooling is allowing at its heart, um, people to be self-directed in their learning. And it actually mirrors the entrepreneurial life so well, because when you become an entrepreneur, you're self-directing and you're having to figure out through many, many failures and flops, which are actually gorgeous blessings, how to do what, what, what your thing is, right? And that's what unschooling is. Um, so we actually unschooled with our older kids um, with much greater success than homeschooling. Homeschooling is still prescriptive in nature in the sense that you're following curriculum. Um, not always. I mean, there's obviously a great variety, but you're doing it in a more free-flowing environment because you're home and you have more flexibility. But there's still this expectation that you're, you know, learning this at this age and this by this age and this by this age, whereas unschooling truly puts it in the self-directed um, place. Um, but what I realized throughout the years of doing this with my older kids, and when we found out we're having this baby five years ago, I was like, okay, now we got to take it and we got to take that unschooling further and turn it into uh, intuitive unschooling. So this is the difference between them. Unschooling is self-direction, passion-driven, all the things but it doesn't necessarily include the intuitive piece. And when you add the intuitive piece, sometimes people say, well, it's just semantics, Cam. But in the lived experience, it's so much more than semantics, right? Because those of us who live by our intuition in our daily moment to moment, we're making decisions based on trust that the unfolding is going to lead us in the direction that we're supposed to go, right? So doing unschooling that self-directed still has in it the conditioning of, I'm supposed to do this at this time because, well, aren't I supposed to? Okay, wait a minute. I'm really interested in this, so I'm going to trust it, but what is it going to lead to? And, and there's that like level of planning and um, that, that kind of creeps in there. But when you add the intuitive piece and you focus on being tapped in intuitively as a family, teaching your children who are naturally intuitive to continue that as they grow older and trust it in their learning, which then becomes their life, because in an intuitive unschooling, living is learning and learning is living. And so it becomes this beautiful unfolding without having to undo all of the conditioning that a school brings in. So it's just, 
I mean, literally it's magic. I mean, and that's what intuitive living is, but when you apply it to learning and schooling, it just becomes this expansive experience and the, the children and then teens, I work primarily with teens, the, um, the teens that end up doing this, it's like, it completely opens them up in a way that they've just never been experienced and it totally changes the families. So that was all, I could talk about this all day, as you can tell, like I'm barely getting started, so, but I want to stop and, um, you know, allow you to ask me questions. Yeah. And I could just talk and talk and talk, but that's not what people are going to listen to. <laughs> no, <laughs> I love it. No, it's so good. Like when you were talking about even like, um, what it wasn't working for your children, like I, when I see kids, when I think about kids being in school, I just think of them stuck sitting in their seats, having to listen and be talked at. Yeah. You know? exactly. And then they wait for recess. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And I just feel like, well, that's not how kids naturally learn. Like it's movement, it's play, it's role playing. It's all the things that like it's it ha that happens at recess. You know what I mean? And so I just love that this is like you, you saw something that was like, okay, let's try it a different way. Um, and then like for, I'm curious, cause like you work with teens, but I'm also like, I'm curious about how, like, what does intuitive unlearning mean for teens? And then for kids, like, like, what's the, how do you see it? What's the difference? Like, how do you see like the before and after, so to speak? Yeah, totally. So for teens, one of the biggest questions comes up is, well, how do, how does an unschooling transcript, an intuitive unschooling transcript look for next steps, university or whatever the desire is? Um, and, and this is the part that's so beautiful about unschooling and which is why a lot of the work I do around unschooling, I call it unmatrixing, like you're unplugging from the educational matrix essentially, right? We're taught that, you know, elementary and middle school are like foundational, but when you go to high school, that's how you get into college. So you got to make sure you're on top of your grades. You take advanced courses. If that's the direction you want to go, you take AP courses. You make sure, especially that junior year, that your grades are top because your applications are going in the fall of your senior year. So we're, you know, standardized testing is important. We're taught that that is how you get into college, the college of your choice. Um, but actually, in reality, we get into the colleges and or other options, right, of our choice based on our desire, based on what we want, right? Because those desires are energetically put into us intuitively, right? Like they, they're from the divine or, you know, whatever language, God, source, universe, you know, whatever language we want to use, those desires are there because they're, they're for us, right? And so that's what gets us into the place. So if there's somebody who's like, I really desire to go to a particular university, no matter what they do, that desire is intact and their intuition will guide them to the appropriate steps, which may or may not be taking a bunch of AP classes and taking and getting SAT scores of a certain or ACT, although they're phasing the SAT and the ACT scores out of a lot of universities, but you know, it may or may not include all those things. And what's so fun is that for all of the people that are intuitively unschooling, uh, many of them intuitively unschooled the entire way did not actually take traditional coursework at all and are getting into top universities like of choice because universities are starting to look at, oh my gosh, this person is incredible. And they're, and because they were intuitively guided to do all these cool things, 
the universities are like, I want you, right? A lot of times they've started businesses as, you know, in, in their teen years or in their youth. A lot of them have, you know, written books. A lot of them have just done these incredible things because they're intuitively guided to where they want to go. So in the intuitive unschooling world, we always say that school is such a waste of time, like literally waste of time, because you spend six to eight hours doing things that you are being told you have to do that may or may not align with who you are most of the time not. And then you go home and you do the things that are exciting to you, but oh my gosh, wait, I have a whole bunch of homework I have to complete, right? So then you don't actually get to do it and then by you're too freaking tired to do anything. Or you get your like third wind and you stay up till like three in the morning and then you're too tired to go to school. It's like this vicious cycle, right? But when you're giving yourself the permission to do all day, every day, what your soul is leading you to, and you've really tapped into what that is because sometimes what happens is if you've been in a traditional schooling setting and then you come out of it, then all of a sudden you're conditioned to go like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I'm, I'm not being productive enough. I'm not doing enough, right? And so you have to kind of decondition you, do a lot of mindset work to get you to the place where you can go, okay, no, 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 I can really listen to this desire and trust that I'm gonna learn exactly what I need to learn in the way that I need to learn it for my soul path. And it's, I mean, amazing. I don't even think I answered your question, but like, it's just, that's the way to do it with teens. Um, and then what was your second question? Like, kind of like if you, like the before and after of like, if you're working with a child who maybe it's like, um, if there are, like they used to be in like, you know, more traditional and now they're no yeah. longer, like, it's like, what did you, like, what's the difference that they, that you see? The first and foremost is the level of worthiness they feel um, in who they are and what they deserve. Um, And sometimes this can take some time. Um, I've worked with some clients where it really took upwards of two years to really feel like dropping into their worthiness. Like, you know, the level of trauma they experienced by being shut down. Um, And it wasn't like anybody's fault or anything like that. It was just being in the wrong environment as, as, you know, souls living this human, you know, spiritual beings living this human experience, we're not meant to be like put in these boxes. Right. And for, but, but we are, you know, I mean, and, and we, we think that we're supposed to, and when our kids start to not maybe fit the mold or they're not thriving in that environment, we think, well, something's wrong with our kids rather than something's wrong with the system. Right. And, and this is nothing, I'm not throwing shade on teachers. I mean, I was an educator in the traditional system for over 20 years, my, my, my partner as well. And it was like, we were doing amazing and beautiful things within that, but it just was still, we kept hitting these walls. Like, and then once we decided, okay, it's time to step fully out. It was like, whoa, this is like amazing out here. You know, there's a little bit of scariness. So a lot of the families and teens and children that I work with there's a it's like walking through the fear of like what do we do kind of like when you become an entrepreneur it's like whoa oh my gosh now now what's happening right like you know we get used to having like these borders that kind of like keep us together you know it feels safe even though it's actually inhibiting us from being who we are um and so what we what I found is that once we can get to that place of like no I deserve and I'm worthy of my desires then we can start tapping into like, okay, so what's next? And it's so, it's so cool. I have a, a learner who had a lot of trauma around mathematics from her traditional schooling road. And um, 
so she was like, I'm not even going to touch anything math, like for a while. I'm just going to like listen every day to what my heart is calling me towards. And so she did a lot of writing. She did a lot of like graphic design. She did a lot of, you know, um, you know, art kind of things, things that were like feeding her soul. She did a lot of daydreaming. And then at one point she said, okay, my heart is calling me to do something mathematical. She goes, I have no idea why. And I'm like trying to talk myself out of it because I'm terrified, but like, I just am really excited to do math and I can't even believe I'm saying this out loud. And please don't tell my parents I said this, <laughs> you know, she's like, I'm afraid then they're going to be like, you know, and I said, your parents are going to be fine. They're walking this journey with you. And she goes, okay, but I think I'm just not ready to speak it out loud yet. And so, you know, it's like her, you know, cause a lot of people say, well, if you're just doing what your soul calls you to, are you going to get the, the things that you need? Right. And the answer is more than we need, right? Like that's what we need. Our, our, our intuition guides us to exactly what's perfect in the right timing. And so it was that right timing for her to engage in math. And it was for the first time in her life, fun and successful. And the way that she was led to do it was not to do any sort of traditional coursework with it, but to actually work with a tutor that and and they literally followed her intuition as they tutored like okay what do you feel like doing next what do you feel like doing next and she ended up by the traditional metrics doing all the way through the beginning of trigonometry just intuitively I mean with this support of this tutor who was also doing it intuitively and it was just this amazing experience for somebody who had had so much trauma around numbers and math and the beginning of algebra was like please never again to intuitively leading herself through this and it was such a great example of how we seriously do not have to worry that our kids are going to get what they need did she get it later than her you know the school said she would of course she had trauma she had to work through that and do it and then go but it was just it i always like to share that example because it puts our parenting stuff at ease because a lot of us as parents, me included, have been, have grown up in this construct of you learned this at this age. And if you don't, you're behind. And, you know, like that whole process um, when really all of that's just arbitrary. I know people say, well, it's based on, you know, the, the developmental stage of the child, but every child's development slight, is slightly different. Every human's development is slightly different. We cannot judge it based on that. Those are just ballparks that work for, I mean, statistically, maybe about 40% of kids and even then not optimally. That means there's 60% that it's just flat out not working for at all, right? Like if we think about that, that's crazy statistically in the education system. We clearly need a change. And this is my answer, you know? And, and I know it feels like so far out of the box for so many people and it took us a while to get there. So I always like to say, just start somewhere. It's okay to be in the messy middle, like start somewhere. I mean, like I said, when we decided to homeschool, it was awful <laughs> for a while, like a year. <laughs> and we're professional educators. I actually think it would have been better if we weren't, you know, like it was horrible. And then you just start and then you go because you will be led in the perfect way for your child. And then the synergy between the parents' intuitive guidance and the child's becomes magic. Like. Mm. It just is because intuition is communal, right? Like when we're guided and tapped in and you're guided and tapped in, in the right moments when we're intended to be together, we are like, it's just, 
it's just so beautiful to see the unfolding. Well, before we hit record, you were saying how with, with the whole intuition and like, you know, the different energies align, you were saying how it then as with the intu- intuitive unschooling, there's almost like the, then the rest of the family is being called to be more intuitive. Yes. And I just like that. I want to hear more about that. And I just love that because then it's like, then it's like everyone's involved and then everyone's life becomes better in my opinion. But that's exactly what happens. Um, when you take the, when you feel guided and led to come into an intuitive unschooling, to come into the Cambria world, my world where we're doing this intuitive unschooling in whatever way that is, whether it's formally or just by listening to what I'm putting out on the internet, you know, when you come into the intuitive unschooling world and you start to really trust your child to lead themselves intuitively, it becomes an almost, well, it, it just naturally rolls into this and becomes a requirement for everybody else to also start listening to their intuition. Because the moment you trust your child, you have to change your own coding. Mm. It just is a requirement because as parents, we're so often thinking, well, we're the guides, right? And of course that is one of our roles, but our, we're not the decision maker, right? And I think that that's what it becomes like an opportunity to go, okay, what is my role here in helping my child in their lead themselves in their learning and to, and listen to their own intuition and then how does my intuition synergistically engage with theirs? And it changes the entire family because everybody starts listening to their intuition. It's like, you can't not do that because otherwise it just, it's, <laughs> I always say, because children are so much more intuitive naturally, most of the coaching work I do ends up being with parents, even though it's their child that signed up. <laughs> So that's why at Cambria, everybody, it's families. We are, everything we do is families because it changes every, everyone, right? And for those of us parents who have had a lot more conditioning and maybe are not used to listening to our intuition as much, we really have to tap into that for ourselves um, in order to really support our child in it um, or our teenager in this. And so it transforms the whole family. Mm-hmm. It is the coolest thing. It is the coolest thing. And then of course, parents start making decisions to like, leave jobs and jump into entrepreneurship or, you know, engage like more freely and fully in their own desires. And it just changes, it changes everything. And it's so fun to be part of this. Um, And it's so fun to see the opportunities that come because when we're intuitively tapped in, you know, our desires come become our reality, right? Because that's how we're living. And it's so fun to see it happen in families who are like, I never thought this was possible in this short of amount of time. And oh my gosh, why didn't we do this, you know, five years ago? Oh, (laughs) that's amazing. Yeah, I love that. And I also love what you were saying around like the, there's a lot of like deconditioning and just like, well, it's the whole unlearning, but it's like, I like to have a child or even a teenager go through like, okay, I have trauma that I need to like unravel at, at that age. Like imagine them in their like thirties and forties and even like twenties, it's like there's less stuff that gets in their own way. And like, what an incredible way to just start that process. And now they have the tools when they're older. You know, actually that's, I'm so glad that you said that because that's actually the, one of the main motivations for doing what I do 
I didn't really start tapping into my authenticity until I was in my, till I really, I turned 40, till I got pregnant with my surprise baby. You know, of course, all things unfolding perfectly. And so I've been able to then go back, even though we started unschooling before I was truly tapped in, um, it, it wasn't until, you know, I was older that I really started to learn this. And so being able to teach my own children and who are in their, my older kids who are in their twenties, how to do this is so amazing. And then to now be able to teach families with children and teenagers and to unschool since birth, my five-year-old intuitively unschool since birth, my five-year-old, it's like, you're right. There's so much less stuff to unlearn and the tools are intact so young that it, it, I mean, I made a post a couple of weeks ago that said, I really believe that intuitive unschooling is going to be the force of change. It is going to be global change makers in these children that are being born and that are living this way from the get-go because true change happens when you're so unplugged from conditioning. And I really like, I really believe that it's a force of change and that's why I'm being inspired to do this now. I mean, I went from being a completely total traditional educator to doing this, right? Like, and people are like, how did you get there? I'm like, I just listened, you know, I just kept going. My soul wants this. It's coming out. This is my soul path. But it's like, I, it is going to change. It is going to change the world when people, I mean, it changes the world when people start tapping into who they really are and listening to their intuition to have children doing this from the get-go. Oh my gosh. Like, I just can't even imagine what it's going to be like in 20 years. I mean, I can, <laughs> but it's like mind blowing, right? Like, I'm so excited about it. Yeah. So the more, the better, right? Yeah. And like to have like, especially with a child to know that like the child has their parents' support and like yes. their backing, it just like, that's all, like, that's all a kid needs. It's like exactly. to have their parents' like support. Yeah. And at this level of support of, I trust you to trust yourself and I'm here to help you when you're in your not self, when you're second guessing, when you're having fear come up, you know, because that's part of our growth, right? That always comes at that next level. And I'm here to support you in that. And I'm here to support myself as I go through my own fears as your parent, you know, and, and that's where having um, somebody like me to support the family comes becomes so powerful. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Like, let's all do this journey together. And some days parents are like, why did I choose to do this? Remind me, you know how you need those reminders sometimes when it's like, oh my gosh, you know, everybody in the world is telling me I made a mistake, but I know it's okay, but remind me. And then other days it's like, I can't, thank you. I'm so glad that we did this. And it's going into the both, you know, the duality of it, because we are living in a, in a different way, in a way that's very different from other people when we do this and, um, and to have support and a community. I, I, I've built a community of parents to support each other and kids to support each other. Mm, I love so. that. Yeah. Well, I have like, I'm going back a while back with what you were saying around like university is an application. So like students can really apply and not really need transcripts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I, Unschoolers typically provide what's called a narrative transcript. Um, and I actually do these for my clients, but there are lots of people that do these. Um, you provide uh, to the university what you have done 
And usually it's not in the form of like a transcript with like a class, a grade and a unit because you didn't take traditional coursework necessarily. Um, and I want to mention something about traditional coursework because some unschoolers take traditional coursework. So I'll say something about that in a moment. But um, you have a narrative transcript that encapsulates like basically here's what I've done and here's how I've spent my days and here's what I've created and here's what I'm passionate about. And you submit that to the university along with any other requirements that they're asking you for. Sometimes they ask for you to take a standardized test or sometimes they ask for, um, you know, other things. And then you submit that to them. But you're basically submitting a resume instead of a transcript to them. Mm. Um, I also do provide more traditional looking transcripts for unschoolers to universities, especially if they're a public university or, you know, a bigger university that doesn't have time to like look at a, a narrative, right? I will provide something that looks more traditional with notation that it was done in an unschooling fashion. Um, so all of that documentation, which, you know, of course is why I spent 20 years in the traditional world doing curriculum for people because I know how to do it, right? So it's, I'm able to take that knowledge and put it onto the lens of unschooling. So that kind of stuff happens, but, um, but really it's, it's not thinking about that ahead of time. It's not going, when I go to college, I'm going to have this, right? Unless the child is given a vision and is like, I know this is what's going to happen. And then we set that in motion because they've been given it. But usually it's like just day to day, month to month, year to year. And then we just compile all this when it's time to apply somewhere <laughs> or for some scholarship or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And maybe like the child is being called to not go to university because there's plenty of people yeah. who don't go to, you know, higher education and they're just like the street smart, so to speak, you know, like just really yeah. good entrepreneurs that didn't go to school. Totally. And actually a lot of um, intuitive unschoolers are called directly into entrepreneurship or multiple different levels of that. Right. Um, and so being university is just one path. I like to bring up university though, because it's usually seen as like, you must go to school to get there. And I always like to say, you don't, in fact, universities love unschoolers Oh my they gosh. Love them because they're so tapped into who they are. They're so driven, driven in the authentic way, not driven because they're, you know, they, they feel like they have to, to, you know, achieve in a certain way. Like it's true like, you know, as an entrepreneur, I've never been more driven than I am in my own business. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I look at truly being driven and I knew how to play the school game, so I did okay. You know, like I knew how to do it. Um, but I wasn't driven. I was doing what I thought I had to do. And there was a lot of people pleasing mixed up in that. It was, you know, a mess, a total mess, <laughs> but now it's not, it's, it's out of desire of what I want to contribute and the impact I want to have and who I want to be and how I want to, ex you know, the legacy I want to leave in my family and, and with my clients. And so it's, it's a totally different kind of drive. So universities want those kind of people. And so not having the traditional path is actually an incredible asset. Like it really truly is a, 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 you're, you have a leg up in the traditional university. But of course, there's a lot of fear when you think of totally unplugging and oh my gosh, what if, what if, what if, right? right. So, but it's actually turns out to be actually a leg up if that's a desired choice, of course. That is so refreshing. Like it really is. Yeah. Yeah, it totally is. So one of the things I wanted to say is that sometimes in traditional, like some of the families, actually this happens 
and I really encourage it when it happens, sometimes people feel called to take traditional coursework or feel led to it, intuitively guided to take traditional coursework. Um, and I always encourage it because the difference is, is that when you take in coursework that you're intuitively guided to, you are the one directing it. It doesn't have a say and a hold over you. So this is kind of like sometimes when an entrepreneur says, I feel guided to go back into a traditional like work model, at least for a time, but it's no longer the end all be all. It doesn't have say over you. Right. So, so like, for example, in the traditional coursework model there, it might be because that particular professor is going to be an amazing um, connection a learning connection, a life connection, or maybe you're going to meet somebody in that classroom, or maybe the way that the content is delivered is just going to be like mind-blowingly awesome and the way you can receive it. And so you can trust that, but it's not the grade that has a say over your success. It's not the professor that has a say over your success. You could care less what it actually says on the transcript. It doesn't matter, right? Because that is not why you went there. And so it's this like, way of accessing and living within the world in a whole new way. And so it's not an intuitive unschooling that you like never engage with anything in the world. It's just the way in which you engage with it is so different. Um, and I think that that's how it is, is it builds that skill that later in life, yeah, we do interact in the world in different ways, but it no longer has a say over our worthiness, who we are, what our path is. You know, it doesn't matter what they got. And I always say, you know, parents will say, well, what if my child fails this course? And that's a fail on their transcript. I'm like, well, do we put it on their actual intuitive unschooling transcript? No, we put it on as the experience that they had and what they gained from it, but not the grade. We don't care about that. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't matter. And then, you know, they're like, well, what if they get an A? Can we put that on there? I said, as long as it doesn't transition into the like, the A matters more than the experience, because let's remember our intuition is guiding us to the experience. And, and you know, it's really hard for people to, to think of schooling as like the video game model, but I like the video game idea that like, and I don't play video games. So like, I always use this example based on my children, but like, you fail a lot in playing a video game. In fact, you want to fail so you can learn. But the traditional schooling model says that we should think that way, but doesn't provide the space for that, right? You fail, you have to work yourself out of that F up to the higher grade. And it's stressful and hard and awful. There really isn't a way to do it. But when you're intuitively unschooling and you access coursework, you do see it in a totally new way because that grade, whatever it is, doesn't have a say over you. It just doesn't anymore. And it's so freeing. It's so freaking freeing. So it's just so, I mean, like I said, I say this all the time, but I could talk for hours about this, but it's just so freeing. And I, I just really want to encourage everybody who's like, their interest is peaked to really start exploring this, even if it's baby steps and the, the middle will be kind of messy. That's okay. <laughs> you know, like, like let the messy middle happen because it's going to be so beautiful. Yeah. Well, how, like, how do you, like, I know you have, like, it sounds like you have one-on-one -on -one, and then you have like a community. Like, yeah. are, like, do you like have other, like, are you the main teacher, like not teacher, but like, how do you yeah. guide your clients? So I've created a community of intuitive unschoolers. And so um, there's different ways to be involved in that and different like investment levels and things like that. But the whole idea that we provide a network of support for people who are doing this. 
and the network of support is whole family and then also opportunities for you know the teens and the children and then the adults um so it's there's whole family opportunities like the retreats that we go on our whole family um so that they can spend time with each other but then also that we have you know a community voxer chat and we have you know different things that people can go this is coming up for me and get like support from the collective um just be i found that just being with other people who are traveling a similar path provides so much energetic support um it's kind of like those of us who are entrepreneurs making sure we're in like masterminds that are like supporting us as we transition and up level and, you know, making sure our social media is filled with a whole bunch of people that are like traveling at the same journey so that we always have that like mirror that like keep going when we start doubting. That was my vision for the community. And so that's what um, I've created as an opportunity for people to join and intuitively unschool with community. Um, and then I also do one-on-one -on -one work with people and then I have some mastermind work. Um, I am transitioning more into content creation though. I've been feeling my... My, my intuition and my soul is leading more into like creating content that can be, can be um, accessible to larger groups of people who maybe aren't interested in joining into the community, but really want to like tap into what this might look like for their family and take it, you know, kind of in their own path. So I'm feeling more, more led recently to, to create more content. So I'm focusing on that right now. Oh, I love that. I love that you're following your intuition there. <laughs> right? I know. Yeah. And, and, you know, of course, the Cambria, the Cambria Institute has changed. When I first started three years ago, I actually rented a brick and mortar space and opened up a more school looking unschool, right? Like we were in a place together and I had professors coming in and, you know, like it, I, I hadn't quite figured out like how to do it. But, you know, when the pandemic hit and I interestingly gave up my lease two weeks before the pandemic hit, mm. like I just intuitively had this hit one night. I remember it was a Sunday night. Do not renew your lease. I had only taken out a six month lease. I mean, who does that? Right. I was like, why did I take out a six month lease and open up a school for a year? Like what, who was, of course I was judging myself, but I was so thankful because I, when I signed that lease in August, I was like six months only. I'm just going to listen to that. Maybe we're going to move somewhere. Well, it turned out we moved online because two weeks later, a pandemic hit and we were all at home. And it was like, now I don't have a lease. Now, like all of that. It was, it couldn't have worked out. But what, what the pandemic time gave me was an opportunity to go, okay, what I really want to do is unschooling. And what I really want to do is intuitive unschooling. Like, I, I don't want to play this dance between like school and not school. Not that you can't have a brick and mortar place for intuitive unschooling. Of course you can. But I just kind of wasn't there yet. And the pandemic really gave me an opportunity to go, no, 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 let me refine my vision. You know, like, and of course I lost clients because anytime you refine your vision, it changes your clientele. But I still have families that have been there from the beginning. And it's because they were connected to what my vision that I couldn't even see yet. Right. And I think I'm so grateful for them. And I'm so grateful for the new people that are coming in and finding this and being inspired, but it really, it, it's just as a, as a person who lives intuitively, like we can judge ourselves. I'm changing again. Like what do, what are people going to think? Right? Like I even had um, a mentor that I had worked with say, you don't want to be changing all the time. It makes people have less faith in you. And what I found, it was such a great experience to have that because it rocked me when she said that to me. And this was kind of early on. And she, and she said that to me and it rocked me 
And it gave me an opportunity to go, no, that, that is not being authentic to our intuitive guidance. Plus, once I found out that I'm a manifester and I'm supposed to start, put the vision out there and then go and do the next thing, I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm just going to live this way. And so as my vision continues to be morphed and changed and refined and it becomes even more clear, and then I'm teaching people to do the same thing in their lives. So it, be, the, it becomes a match for the right people. And it's been really, really beautiful to see it unfold in this way. I love that you brought up the manifester part, because as you were talking, I was like, what you're creating is a new world. And that's what manifestors do, like creating like, it doesn't be like a brand new shiny, like, okay, we're like a new planet, but it's like your vision is creating like a new possibility for other people. And that's exactly what's happening. And I just love that. (laughs) And really embracing it and being confident in that. I've actually learned so much of that from you. I just have to say Ah, um, in the way that you live, like. I've learned so much of that from you because I was, you know, I was afraid of it in a lot of ways. Like I'm, people are going to think I'm crazy, <laughs> you know, like what is this? And a lot of people do think I'm crazy and that's okay. They're not my match, you know, Yeah. Um, but no, I see it. Right. And you know how you see it and you're like, I'm just going to put this out there. I'm like, I'm going to be like Michelle. <laughs> you know? oh, I love it. <laughs> so it's so oh. fun. Yay. Well, I'm so happy to hear that. And like, how, how can people learn more about you, connect with you, follow you, all the good things? You know, the best place, if you're on Facebook and Instagram, follow me I'm, on Facebook. I'm Cam Worley Gonzalez. Um, on Instagram, I'm Cam W. Gonzalez. And then my website is cambriainstitute.org. Um, reach out, you know, just stalk me. <laughs> I love stalking me. Just like, find out if you're even curious, just, you know, message me, DM me or send me an email, um, cam at cambrayinstitute.org. Just reach out because, oh my gosh, the sky's the limit. You know, when you start living intuitively and having your kids do it, it's, it's just life changes. I, I put a post up the other day that said, you know, I don't require my kids to do chores anymore. And then people were like, it sounds like an episode of hoarders. And I was like, actually our house has never been cleaner <laughs> because we're not putting an expectation. You must do this at a certain time. This is how we're a community. This is how we contribute as a family. That's forced energy, right? Yeah. But when we all allow ourselves to open up and, a, and just go, you know what, when it's right, it's right. And we've never lived in cleaner houses ever. And actually we're digital nomading. So we're traveling all the time. So we're having to clean all the time, every time we move. Right. But it's like we've never lived in cleaner spaces with as much synergy. We always have deliciously cooked meals. We always like, and there's no force. It's, it's just amazing. Like I could talk for hours about it, but you know, I mean, you know what it's like to live intuitively. It's you go through the, the transformation and the ups and downs, but it's just so exciting and Mm. so beautiful. Oh, I love that. Everyone who's listening, please follow Cam. (laughs) All the links are in the show notes. And please share this episode and tag both of us so that we can reshare. And thank you so much, Cam. I just love, like, it's opened up my mind. Like, I don't have kids, but, like, I I just feel like this is the future and everyone with kids needs to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for this conversation and having me on your show. I'm honored and I'm just so excited. And, of course, I love you. Oh, my pleasure. I love you too. Okay, everybody. 
hang tight for our next week's and thank you so much cam and please share everybody and we'll see you soon bye to help you feel more supported and nourished in your body and nervous system you're invited to download the free i am supported meditation in the show notes may you feel grounded in who you are as you become the fullest expression of yourself thank you for listening to the sacred emergence podcast Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and thank you in advance for sharing with those who can benefit. Until next time.